I am here to defend myself. This is an episode that's just me defending myself. And it's about Spotify Wrapped. Let's chat. Hello, everybody. I'm Alexandria, and welcome to a new episode of Pessimism at its finest. And I feel personally victimized by Spotify Wrapped 2023. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you what happened. As Spotify does every year, they like to compile little information about yourself and about your listening history, and they like to give you something called Spotify Wrapped, and it's like a gift. It's like data about who you are, what you listen to, what you vibe to, how much time you spend listening to it. And I'm going to come clean. I think I mentioned this on the pod last year. But my number one most listened to artist was WWE. And normally it's Demi Borgir, my favorite heavy metal band. But last year it was WWE. And this year it's WWE. And for the first time, I was like, I don't want to have any shame. I'm going to post this. And this is a little bit controversial because technically WWE is not an artist. They're not a musical artist. They're just, they're kind of like a record label in many ways, but they're so pretentious and they want you to know who they are, that they put WWE in front of every song title and they also make the artists themselves. So I did that. And I also posted a tweet from iBeast. So iBeast basically said, if WWE is on your Spotify wrapped, have some self-shame and do not post it. And the unfortunate thing is I have a podcast. I have no self-shame. So I posted it. And that tweet made everybody laugh. And it made me laugh too because it is kind of odd to say that you listen to WWE the most. But also I feel like it kind of accentuates my personality and it kind of explains my personality and the things I like in a way that nothing else does. I like this analogy because I was saying this to a friend who was roasting me, but four out of her five choices were Daisy Jones and the Six soundtrack songs. And I think about it this way. If you watch a TV show like, you know, Daisy Jones and the Six, or if you watch a movie like High School Musical or Encanto or Frozen, you may really like those songs. And you may listen to songs from that TV show so much that they end up in your Spotify wrapped. Well, the way I look at WWE is I watch this twice a week and I watch a PLE, a pay-per-view live event every month. And I listen to these superstars enter and exit the ring I probably for five hours a week. And you find that music super duper catchy and you go to find it and to listen to it and you really get into it and it just becomes a part of your listening just the same way any other soundtrack would. And so am I embarrassed and ashamed that WWE is my top artist? Absolutely not. Um, I love the theme songs. Right now I'm really digging Mother, Rhea Ripley's theme song, Demon in Your Dreams or Demon in My Dreams. Go find it. But I really like that one. I've always loved Triple H's The Game. John Cena's The Time Is Now is a moment of vibe. Brock Lesnar's theme. I just really like that heavy metal 
instrumental. Um, new themes I'm liking are Santos Escobar's um, theme. I don't know the name. But people also like to roast the fact that like I like deaf rebel themes. And you're only going to get this if you're like a true through and through wrestling fan. Um, so the person who originally did a lot of the theme music, I think it was J.J. McGuire and somebody else. And the only theme music from that era that is kind of still in circulation would be Shawn Michaels' Sexy Boy. And then from there, they hired Jim Johnson. And Jim Johnson is the person who did the most iconic themes that we can think of. So he actually wrote Triple H is the Game, and Triple H asked for Motorhead to perform it, and they agreed. He wrote um, Brock Lesnar's theme. He wrote Roman Reigns' original theme, the theme for The Shield, Kurt Angle's theme, Trish Stratus' theme, Lita's theme. So all these themes that if you're a wrestling fan, especially from like the 90s, early 2000s um, that you listened to and you enjoyed, they were all by Jim Johnson. And so I think that there's this like familiarity with the generations of the music he did. And he had some really great entrances. And then we moved on to CFO and we got some really good entrances as well, but they were more along the trap music vibe, I felt. And then there were some publishing issues with CFO and they moved to an in-house production team called Deaf Rebel. And the controversy is that Deaf Rebel is very generic and very loopy. But what I found is that with their, they've definitely improved. They are far better at doing metal which is generally what I like to listen to. So I find that like a lot of the work that they do and a lot of the music that they've made has resonated with me in a different way. Um, but I like Jim Johnson. I like Def Rebel. I don't think I liked the CFO too much, but that's just me kind of reminiscing on my like favorite WWE songs and how I feel about them and et cetera, et cetera. So moving on, um, but yes, people were roasting me about that. But what I found interesting was that a lot of people in the world have to watch WWE because I saw so many raps where it was like Taylor Swift, WWE, Ariana Grande, and um, or people were just like listening to country and then WWE was randomly thrown in there. And it just comes to show that like we're all consuming this product. It's basically like a movie and we're just all enjoying the soundtrack. That's all that it is at the end of the day. I think it's just comical because it's a performing arts sport and that's your number one artist. But there's nothing to be ashamed of. I love it. I love the music. And yeah, I'm a huge wrestling fan. If you didn't know, which probably would from like previous episodes. But yeah, that's that. My number one top song is the same top song as last year and the year before. In fact, since I've gotten Spotify, I don't think this song has left my top five. And it's the Puritania by Dimabor Gear. And if you ever get a pop quiz about me, my favorite metal band is Dimabor Gear. And the Puritania, actually, it's Progenies of the Great Apocalypse. That's my favorite song from the band. But I listen to the Puritania more because Progenies... Progenies is not like light listening. It's like you got to be in a mood for Progenies. So I think it's probably Puritania. But my favorite band is Demon Board Gear and I listened to it 83 times in 2023. So that's just, you know, giving a bit of a vibe. Also, something that I found interesting in my hamburger was that wrestling was a music theme I had. 
I didn't know that wrestling could totally be like a music theme, which was interesting there. Um, my top songs, as I said, Puritania. Number two is This Fire by Kill Switch Engage. And that was also CM Punk's former theme. So that's a wrestling theme. Number three is WWE's Demon in Your Dreams, which is Rhea Ripley's theme. And I partially think that's why Def Rebel was my number five artist, which I'll get to later. Um, but I love that theme and I love Motionless and White. They're so good. Number four was TT Me Pregnoto. I think I said that so wrong by Bad Bunny. And number five was Style. My only, actually, I think Style is probably one of the only songs by Taylor Swift I like. So that was there. I listened for 9,470 minutes, which is six days nonstop. That is not even a lot of music time, guys. It's like nothing. Um, if you think about it, realistically speaking. And then, yes, we we saw I'm so I am in the top zero decimal five percent of listeners for WWE worldwide. So I love my themes. We can deduce that. Um, a song that I really couldn't get enough of it says here is Rhea Ripley's Demon in Your Dreams, which I love that song. And my top artists, we're gonna go through all five now. Number one, WWE. Number two, Rihanna. Number three, Demon Borgir, as it should be. Number four, Bad Bunny. And number five, Def Rebel, but I don't think Def Rebel should even be there. I just think that they co-author a lot of the WWE themes, and so that's why they're there. Um, but those were my top fives for the year, and those were my top five songs for the year. So I just wanted to come on and tell people that I'm not crazy have taste in music you didn't see my entire like my entire entire like spotify like listing you didn't see my entire playlist for the year so you wouldn't know but yeah i just listen to whatever i feel like and i generally like themes so that's why wwe was number one and i do have a playlist that's just wwe songs and i listen to that quite a bit so that's probably also the situation is there but um yeah that's it for this year's spotify wrapped the podcast did not have much of a spotify wrap this year um country with the most listeners for the podcast is the united states of america country with the most new listeners is actually australia um i didn't put out a lot of episodes this year but we saw um a rise in listenership by 29% and the best episode was I missed hero finds Tiffin but the queen died and something another I don't remember the name of the episode now I can get it for you and the best episode of the year was episode 56 the queen died Charles is king and I missed hero finds Tiffin at Tiff 2022 um that was the top episode of the year and um the rating is 4.7 but I knew it was gonna be that because I got a little bit of the after girlies upset so what can we do? Also, I'm just here to have a time. Like I'm not here for for extreme seriousness. So I hope that you all enjoyed finding out why WWE was number one. Me explaining that. We do have a guest. Um, we're gonna have a guest episode before the end of the year. I think that's a good way to round it out. And um I also have another episode about how I got my Instagram hacked, which I'm happy to share. And I'm going to finish The Golden Bachelor to get back to you all on my thoughts about that. 
Well, anyways, you all have a wonderful night. Listen to this bonus episode, and I hope that you have a good Spotify raft experience and it doesn't traumatize you and you don't get picked on for your choices. Bye.